Welcome back into the Inside the Pylon Mock War Room Draft. Chuck Zotti here as the official commissioner of this draft. And just recapping the last three picks that we have here. Vernon Butler, the DT from Louisiana Tech, heading to Pittsburgh with the 25th pick. Jack Conklin, the tackle from Michigan State, going to Seattle one pick later. And Jaron Reed, the defensive tackle from Alabama, heading to Green Bay with our last pick, the 27th pick in the draft. Which brings us over to Kansas City, and heading up the Kansas City Chiefs for us, we have Matt Williamson. He runs the Dynasty Blueprint podcast. Uh, you can also follow him on Twitter, at WilliamsonNFL. And Matt, a big thank you to, uh, to you for joining us today. Much appreciated, since I know this is one of the busiest times of the year for you. Yeah, I'm excited to do this, though. I mean, we reached out a while back. Very cool idea. You know, to actually have 15 minutes like an NFL team, consult with my guys, and go from there and make a pick here in the, in the end. And uh, this is an interesting team, the Kansas City Chiefs. So I'm pretty excited to dig right in. Well, we did get you uh, some of our own writers, actually, to fill out the staff. You're going to be joined by ITP's own Mark Schofield, Ted Wynn, and Shane Alexander. And what I'm going to do now, I'm going to put you on the clock, and the Kansas City Chiefs now have 15 minutes to make their first-round selection. Well, first of all, I'm going to kind of give a state of the team address here. And, you know, going into free agency, this is a team that had a lot of upcoming free agents, especially on the defensive side of the ball. And, frankly, I was surprised they did so well to retain their own. You know, they did lose a couple guys. You know, Branch goes to Arizona. Smith goes to the Raiders. But, overall, I thought they did a tremendous job of keeping their own. However, you know, we've taken a couple hits since then. You know, the Justin Houston news just came out. Um, Abdullah, a, str- a strong safety, who played a lot of snaps for us. And since we play a lot of dime, you know, a lot of three, three safety sets on the field, he retired today. So I didn't see that one coming. You know, I knew about Houston, and that's why we resigned Hully, and, you know, we drafted D4 down the road. So I, I kind of want to go position by position here a little, but it- I also think we need to preface everything by saying the Chiefs have an extra fifth-round pick, but they don't have a third-round pick. So... You know, we have several needs, and the way I see it is we only have two spots to fill them. And in that first pick, you know, which is late in the first, and the second pick, which is late in the second. So I'm not going to trust a fourth rounder to come in and fill a need immediately. So we only got two shots. So maybe more so than any te- most teams in the league, we have to be pretty position specific here. And, you know, I, I would love, uh, I'm not an Alex Smith fan. Hey, I would love to draft the quarterback right now, but. You know, this is a win-now team. You get Jamal Charles back. They're going to be a run-first team. They're going to be built on defense in the running game. So I think you have to make these two guys, these two picks in the first and second round really stick for us in terms of helping us immediately, with, with keeping, obviously, some long-term goals at hand, too. And that also leads me, and I know that's not what we're doing here, but in the real world, if I'm in charge of the Chiefs, I would really be excited to move down, too. It would be great to get that third-round pick back and try to address three needs. So, you know, Shane, as the head coach, I mean, are you pretty much on board with what I'm selling here about the state of the franchise? I am. Ideally, I would love to draft Paxton Lynch right here. Um, Yeah, I would, too. You know, if this was a spot where we could trade down in that fantasy world, um, I would be all all over trading down a bit, maybe get him, or or just go ahead and pull the trigger if we had the picks. But we don't. so I'm looking on the defense like you are. I, I'm a defensive guy, and I really like the fact that there's a couple of cornerbacks and left that um, that I'm pretty high on. One being William Jackson the third um, out of Houston. He's a guy with length, and I think he would 
match up well with Peters on the other side. There's also a guy hanging out that I'm very high on, um, Reggie Ragland from Alabama. And with Houston going down, he can be a chess piece linebacker, I think. I, you know, not ideal edge rusher, but situationally, we can play him inside. Um, so there's a couple options there, but I do agree with you. We need to get better now because this is a win-now team. All right, let's start on offense, and then, Ted, I'm going to throw to you after I kind of ramble on here a little bit. We sort of talk quarterback, but I think we all know they're not going Lynch here. I mean, and as much as I'd like to do it in this particular situation, I probably wouldn't. Well, maybe I win the real world, but I'm not going to for the sake of this exercise. I think Kansas City will not do it. Um, and maybe next year you, you go down that road. Let's say you end up 7-9 and nine and you're picking 14th overall. Maybe you go get a quarterback at that point. I don't think you know, he, that Smith is the answer, but let's move on. Running back, I think you're totally set. Charles comes back. The two guys who played last year did well enough. Um, I think we'll probably differ somewhat on what we think at the wide receiver position. Uh, I think mm-hmm. Macklin's a very good player. I'm very excited about Conley in year two. And I think Albert Wilson's a solid contributor. And because we have Kelsey at tight end, if we have to cut corners somewhere on a run-first defensive-minded team, I might just live with these wide receivers. And I know some Chiefs fans are rolling their eyes at me right now, but you can't have everything. You only get two picks in the first you know, three rounds, and I might bypass wide receiver. Um, however, I think the biggest need on this team is on the offensive side of the ball. I mean, go to their depth chart right now. Everyone hit pause on the podcast and run to our lads right now and look at the guards on the Chiefs team right now. You know, I think they're set a tackle. Schwartz was a great pickup at right tackle. He's a deal with Vaughn Miller and Khalil Mack. And they're, they're great at, at, at center for the future with Morse. But their guards are a nightmare. So, uh, Mark, are you, or, I'm sorry, Ted, are you on board with me on this? Yeah, no, I totally agree. Uh, I think Lynch could be a good pickup just because, you know, he could sit a couple of years, which he needs, and he could sit behind uh, Smith would be good. But like you said, he's not going to help us right now. Uh, I think I'm really high on Michael Thomas, but like you said, you know, wide receiver is a position we can't afford taking because of the depth at offensive line. Uh, one guy that's available is uh, Cody White here that people, you know, that I like a lot. He's a great technician, but I don't think he's quite long enough to play tackle. So I think he could actually – bump it side and play guard and play really well in that position. Yeah, on the offensive side of the ball, the names I have up on the board, I have Lynch staring at me, but I'm not going to do that. We already talked about that. So that pipe dream's gone. Will Fuller's on the board, but again, I mean, how much is he going to play for me in year one? Uh, Sterling Shepard would be a great slot guy, but I'm going to have a real hard time being convinced to go wide receiver. But two guards are staring at me. I mean, you looked at Whitehair. You mentioned Whitehair, and I know these aren't flashy picks, and you probably could get them – five, seven, eight picks later, which would make a trade down ideal. But Josh Garnett and Cody Whitehair, to me, are guys that we have to consider considering the state of this team. Yeah, I like Garnett a lot. He'll be a great fit in this offense. And, you know, he does more people. We want to run the ball. So uh, Garnett could be a good fit. Yeah, Uh, and I'm curious, Shane, what what are your thoughts on going guard in round one? I'm on board for it. You know, I like Josh Garnett a lot. He's my top-rated offensive uh, or interior offensive lineman in this class. I have him right there with Nick Martin from Notre Dame, who I think is position versatile. Um, at this juncture, with it being you know we're locked into the pit, we can't trade back. Upgrade offensive guard. Garnett's my offensive guard number one. So let's go him or Whitehair if that's where we want to go on the offensive side of the ball. So you know, if you want to pull that trigger, I'm on board with it. Well, I think it needs to be discussed because now I want to go to Mark. 
and I hope we have enough time to still consider this, but I still think in the ideal world of these top two picks, I want to get a guard that can start for me now, and I think Whitehair and Garnett fit the bill, and I would love to get best defensive player available, either in the first round or the second round. So I look at the outside linebackers. They're not going to go get another top offensive lineman or outside linebacker, even with Houston going down. But, you know, maybe they could use a defensive end. I mean, they're, they're, all their defensive linemen are more run-stopping oriented. You know, could they afford Jonathan Bullard and, and put him in a defensive tackle on throwing downs? They play a ton of dime. You know, he could play some 3-4 defensive end for us. He would help alleviate some of the loss of edge pass rush. We know we need a lot of pass rush from our front. So Bullard's one name I would mention. Inside linebacker, we just resigned Derek Johnson, but he's an old man. You know, and the guys next to him are okay. Yeah, I tend to think that inside linebacker's next year's job, but Reggie Ragland's looking at us. So I think that name needs to be brought up. You know, I mentioned that we lost Smith at corner. We lost Abdullah today, and we lost Branch. So we lost two strong safety types, although I think Barry's more of a strong safety. I would consider Von Bell with this pick and kind of make him my Michael Jenkins center fielder, come down, play the slot. Um, I would consider Carl Joseph as an enforcer back there, as a knockout guy. And then a corner, I think we have to talk about Eli Apple and William Jackson, You know, both of whom are long, athletic. Apple's much more the man-to-man corner that we look for. Jackson's more of a zone guy, but he certainly has the ability. So, Mark, I'm going to turn it to you. Any of those names fire you up? Is there one position you're going to stand on the table for that we need to go with in round one? Six minutes I, remaining. Yeah, Matt. I mean, the, the, the position I was going to ban the table for right here would be cornerback. I mean, losing Smith kind of hurts us. We need somebody that we can slot in right now um, that can pretty much look to start for us week one. I think Apple and Jackson are two names that we really have to consider. Um, they're both corners with good size, good athleticism. Like you said, Apple's a little bit more man-to-man guy. Um, Jackson can do that. He's probably better for a zone scheme um, or primarily a zone scheme. But I think both of those guys we really have to give a lot of consideration to. Ragland is very intriguing. I agree with Shane. I think he's a guy who can build a defense around. We might be a year ahead of ourselves doing that, but sometimes you'd rather be a year early rather than a year late. Um, we've got Ford to help with off the edge. Losing Houston possibly for the season hurts, but this is why we were ahead of the, on the game on that and drafted Ford. So I don't think we go edge. None of the other edge guys really excite me here. Um, so I think Apple, Jackson, Ragland are the guys that I would really consider with preference to that cornerback spot. Yeah, I hear you on Ragland too, and he's, he's different from Derek Johnson. And I would think immediately he's only a two-down guy for us. But he very quickly could be the leader of this defense and do it for the next eight years. But I'm, I'm going to rule him out right away right. just because of the position he plays. Um, I think we can live with our inside linebackers. We just gave Derek Johnson big money. We have bigger needs. So let's go to Andy Reid, also known as Shane. You know, Eli Apple, William Jackson, any of those safeties kind of get you excited. Um, or one of the guards. Yeah, and one thing we have to do is realize what we're picking in the next round, too, and weigh the positional depth. Um, you know, if you take a cornerback now at this spot, you come up in round two, you can have an Artie Burns stare at you in the face that I really like. Maybe Kendall Fuller's available. Um, but I say that to say I still really like William Jackson. 
Um, also, if we if we take Garnett or if we don't take Garnett or Whitehair, we may have Westerman or Landon Turner or Valdo Alexander staring us in the face in round two. We can fall back on. So I think that if we whatever we do in round one, there's some good value to be had in round two as well because you said you want to upgrade two positions real quick uh, because we don't have as many picks as we would like. So based on the guys you've ruled out, Raglan and, and Lynch in order, I would like uh, William Jackson and then Joshua Garnett. Um, I think you get really solid rookie performances from either one of them. And I think Garnett and, and Jackson are both very underrated at this point in the process. Yeah, I think that's well said. And along those lines, my worry is I still feel like guard is something we have to get in the first two rounds. And if we don't take one in the first round and we don't love what's there in the second round, we're kind of screwed because I don't think we have the ability to move up 10 spots in the second round to get a guy we love, Westerman or whoever. You know, whereas we take the guard in the first round and you sit there in the second round, I feel like you could almost take best defensive back available. I mean, even if it's a safety, you know, they play a lot of six, six you know, defensive back sets. Maybe it's a defensive lineman. But I hear you. I mean, to me, this comes down to Jackson versus Garnett. I know who my vote is. Shane, give me yours. Then Mark, then Ted. I'm going to go Josh Garnett. For one reason, I think that the defensive back depth in round two is going to be fairly deep. I, th- I like Burns, Von Bell, uh, Carl Joseph, maybe even Jalen Mills from LSU, Harlan Miller from Southeast Louisiana. All of those guys could be available in round two. I think the guard run is going to start in round two early, and they won't be there when we draft again. So if we want to up- upgrade the interior, let's go Garnett. Mark, what do you think? I'm the defensive coordinator. I'm going to ban the table for William Jackson. Look, we need a corner. Um, we just lost one. We just lost another sort of key impact player for us in Abdullah. Our secondary needs help. Uh, that's an immediate kind of need. So I'm going to ban the table for the corner. I agree with Shane, though, that defensive back is deeper than guard. And if we need to address two positions and we need to roll the dice on one before the other, it might make more sense to roll the dice. We can go guard here and see who comes up when we pick again and dress corner then. But, you know, if I'm if I'm allowed to make the call, I'm going to say, let's go William Jackson, the corner. Two minutes remaining. And Ted, I'm going to go to you in one second. But along those lines, you know, I think our pass rush is going to be weaker. Our secondary is going to be weaker. That's scary. But we're a run-first team, and if we don't have guards, our defense is going to be on the field a lot. So, Ted, I assume you're going to go guard as the offense coordinator, but what are your thoughts? Yep, I would vote for Garnett. We want to run the ball and, you know, a way to keep defense off the field is controlling the ball and running it, and I think Garnett can help us do that. So I'd vote Garnett. The pick is in, and I am having a very hard time passing on William Jackson, but I am going to go Garnett. I think the the need is just too great. I don't know that we have a guard on this team that I want to put on the field. Outstanding. As you heard right there, the Kansas City Chiefs with the 28th pick in the ITP Mock War Room Draft. Take Josh Garnett, guard out of Stanford. Matt, big thank you to uh, you and your team for your time tonight. Obviously, uh, I know this is, once again, one of the busiest times of the year. Really appreciate you taking a little bit of time and spending it with us here. Absolutely. It was a blast. Couldn't have done it without my team. Absolutely. Matt Williamson from the Dynasty Blueprint. You can also follow him on Twitter at Williamson NFL. I am going to kick it over to Mark and Shane now for a little bit of a breakdown on the pick. They're going to talk a little bit about it. Maybe they'll rip themselves a little bit here. Shane, let's start with you. How do you think you did making this pick first and foremost? I like it because it addresses a need for a playoff team. Most times when playoff teams are picking, they 
they want to go for a guy that they know is going to be an instant upgrade uh, in the short term because that window is open and, and you want to seize every opportunity. Their guards on you know both left and right is nothing to be proud of. And, and Gardet slides in day one, week one, and he fits a big need. And another reason that we decided to go guard early is because we had to forfeit our third round pick because of the Macklin tampering issue. And so when we were we hashing this out, we decided we have to hit two starters in our first two rounds. We got to make them count. And the way the board worked out, Garnett was on the board, and we had defensive backs on the board. We liked how defensive backs fell to us in, on round two, most likely. And so we went with a guy that he's my number one offensive uh, uh, interior lineman in this class in Josh Garnett. And he plugs right into to what Andy Reid is going to want to do. They're going to want to run the ball with a healthy Jamal Charles. He is a mean run blocker. Uh, he also is really good in pass protection, and, and he's good enough and versatile enough to do some of the um, the things that they'll do in the read option uh, principles as well with Alex Smith at quarterback. So just a stalwart as far as pass protection, really nice in the run game, and um, it's a big upgrade. It's a it's a much-needed pick. Is he going to be more useful as a run blocker early on? It sounds like that's the direction that you're leaning in, or is he going to be capable enough as a pass blocker as well? Yeah, you're going you're gonna to draft him for his run blocking up front, and you know, or early on, I should say, and that's kind of what their MOs should be. Um, with the Jamal Charles, they've got Charkandrick West, and you know they've got uh, guys that like Travis Kelsey, where you know they can do play action and and uh, and do a lot of things. So yeah, you're drafting him early on for what he's going to do in the run game. But unlike a couple of Stanford linemen that come out recently that have not lived up to how good they were in, in college, I think most people really like Garnett as a top fifty guy, and um, and, and this is a this is a great pick. What have been uh, the reasons that some of those other Stanford guys haven't been able to pan out at the next level? Yeah, that's a weird question because I was really high on Cameron Fleming and David yep. Yankee. And and I just thought, especially uh, especially Yankee two years ago, but I like Fleming as well. You know, it's not the system they ran. Obviously, they're smart enough to do it, and they've, and they've ran NFL-style systems at Stanford. Um, you know, I just don't know if, if the skill level was there. Maybe at Stanford, um, you know, the, the, the sum is greater – uh, then the parts type thing, and you know Cam Fleming is a nice uh, rotational guy up in uh, New England, and, and Yankees on his second team already. Uh, but I, I think Garnett's has had a better career overall, and uh, he's a guy that tests a little bit better too, especially as an interior guard. So yeah, he'll be a a, a week one starter, and uh, and they'll be better for it. Very good, Shane Alexander. Thank you for the analysis. We actually lost Mark Schofield at some point there. I think uh, he might be checking in on Paxton Lynch to see if the fall is over. For the signal caller out of Memphis, we'll see if we can get Mark back a little bit later. But we're going to move on to the next pick now. Coming up tomorrow, the Arizona Cardinals. Now on the clock in the inside the pylon, Mock War Room Draft.